start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. What's up, everybody? This is episode 99. We're one week away from 100, so hopefully nothing crazy happens and we keep it going for the 100th week in a row next week. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Nick and Tom are both in the studio hanging out tonight. Tom just got back from a rutcation. Yes, I did. It was a very good rutcation. I would call it successful. I was going to say, so we're talking to you tonight about shooting a big buck? No, no. Probably That was two weeks ago. Ah, (laughs) Nuts. Well, we do have someone to talk about a big buck. It's our good cousin, Corey. And thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Absolutely. Glad to have you on the episode. I'm going to grab a beer real quick. I should have grabbed one when I got your guys. Yeah, you were down in the cooler. So I guess we'll start with, obviously, Frank introduced you as cousin Corey. Um, One of our cousins, big time. You know, we've talked about on the podcast before in the previous 98 episodes that we were brought up in the outdoors. The entire family is into hunting and you're obviously no uh, stranger to that. Uh, but what made this year interesting for you is, you know, with life and work and everything, you've had to unfortunately take a little bit of a break from hunting. Um, and this year decided to jump back into it. You finally had some time. So I guess if you want to talk a little bit about what you've been doing that kept you away from the woods a little bit, we'll start with that. Yeah, it's been a few years since I've gotten a nice buck. Um, with college and then I, uh, moved down to Maryland for a little bit. Um, finally got back in the woods. Um, had one come in. Uh, you want me to start talking about it right now for the, well, no, <laughs> you pretty, you went through that pretty quick. I guess let's, uh, let me, I'll play a little let's, bit let's better backtrack. interview. Let's, let's go back a little let's bit. Let's learn who is Corey Myers. <laughs> That's what we were, I was trying to get into. And he okay. was just like two he, sentences. You didn't right. ask enough questions. I didn't. Yeah, that was my bad. So uh, t- go ahead, Tom, take over. I was, let's, let's find out what gets Corey outside. How long have you been hunting? Who started you in the outdoors? Let's just, let's get some background knowledge. Yeah. So I started like youth mentor hunting with my dad, uh, just turkey hunting, deer hunting, um, mostly spring turkey and archer season, rifle season. Um, had some success when I was younger. Um, and then just took some years off. And then finally just got back in the woods now. Yeah, you definitely had a, some success turkey hunting, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Think, yeah, you, tur- you made turkey calls too. I was, gonna, I was just about to bring that up. You've even gone as far as making your own calls and killing turkeys with using your own calls too. So if, maybe where, I guess, where was the idea to start making your own pot calls? Yeah, it started that when I was in high school uh, in Woodshop. Uh, turkey hunting is probably, that's probably my passion. I'll take that over archery. I'll take that over a rifle, um, mm-hmm. spring turkey. Um, so I got the idea in wood shop and uh, started to make them on a lathe. Um, and what made them unique was they were copper. Um, never really used a copper call before. Um, a lot more raspy tone to it, a lot more raspy pitch. Um, and a lot, it's, it's a different sound that yeah, they really haven't common. used in the woods. You know, yeah. If you go, any outdoor store, typically, 
it's slate or like a ceramic, like you glass, very, yeah, crystal. glass, crystal. You very rarely see copper. Uh, I always think slate, but it's a copper pot call technically. Right, everyone yeah. calls them a slate call, which is a pot call. Yeah. So actually, I, I keep yeah. one in my turkey vest. Yeah, I have also have one of yours. I have one of Frankie's too. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a couple of your own too. We've all made yeah, turkey calls. I have some mouth calls that I made. I have not killed a turkey with it. Well, I did call the day Tom and I doubled down. So I'm going to call that a win. <laughs> so I guess mouth calls are not nearly as impressive, I think, when it comes to like building them. So what did it feel like, you know, taking your own call out and using it and like getting a bird to come in? And I, I also, I don't, I guess I don't hunt a lot with like pot calls to where that last bit of interaction, I like to be able to use my mouth call and purr and cluck a little bit. And um, <laughs> is this a joke? It says, we, I think we're getting punked. I think we are. <laughs> Anyways, so talk a little bit about like using your call and then the bird coming in. Because like, I, I just I don't use pot calls much in close range especially. Right. No, it definitely adds a little bit more difficulty to it, um, especially when you're trying to like, close the distance that lasts 20, 30 yards um, where you really can't move. So that's where your mouth call comes in a little bit more handy um, for less movement. Uh, so I, I like to get them into probably 40 or 50 yards and then kind of just set the call down at that point and uh, just let them move in naturally. Just let them kind of look for where that call is coming right. from. Right. I feel like that's definitely the smarter way to do it. I always get anxious and start calling more mm-hmm. and end up getting hung up. But if you Oh, he's excited. I better excite him even more. Yeah. I just like hearing him gobble. <laughs> well, once they're in view, if you start calling at that point, they usually think something's yeah. up. I'm s- like, oh. Tom and I are slowly learning that. I wouldn't say we've totally bit onto it. But, uh, no, that's a good point for sure. So how many birds have you called in and shot with one of your calls? With my own calls? Yeah. Probably five or six at this point. It's all I even take in the woods anymore. I take a copper call in and then a slate call. I don't nice. take any mouth calls. I don't take any any store-bought calls, nothing. So. I think one of my favorite turkey hunting stories of yours is when you were with your dad you were telling him he wasn't doing it right and you know he basically told you that you know if you think it's so easy you want you just go out and do it yourself yeah um, it's, it's pretty much what happened he, uh, <laughs> he said to go do it yourself i went out later that day by myself and uh got it done and uh shot one brought it back to the field never called him told him i shot one or anything uh, and, and it was walk- a pretty good bird yeah too. It, was, it was yeah it was like an eight and a half inch beard a real mature gobbler had like one inch spurs on it um i think that just, was the just, same day i killed a bird you brought it down to the house we got this is a long time ago Holy yeah smokes i yeah, kind of unlocked an old memory but remember you brought that bird down to the house yeah i ended up just bringing it in and uh took it up the field came in the house and threw it on the table like pretty dude. much yeah <laughs> suck it dad <laughs> that's classic it is that easy <laughs> that is a great story so did you get any turkey hunting this year or was this uh your deer hunting your first uh yeah i, I actually got it actually in? got a turkey this uh this spring wasn't no uh mature gobbler um but uh, like i said i don't discriminate well, right. turkey's a turkey i'm no stranger to shooting jakes <laughs> yeah one of, one of my favorite turkey stories is probably last year um i got a double barrel 16 gauge from grandpa and uh there's no chokes or anything no choke tubes um mm. and with a 16 gauge you shoot two and three quarter inch so i'm, <laughs> I'm shooting like uh like trap like loads almost. trap loads yeah like <laughs> rabbit loads um but i'm getting it done with that i want to get a picture with him with that gun so that's cool Actually, I didn't know that you did that. Um, yeah, I got that, that uh, last year. Or maybe it may have been two years ago. 
Good deal. So going into this archery season, uh, you obviously know that you had a little bit of extra time. We're able to get in the woods. Um, did you hunt that hard moving into the season or any trail cameras? Like, just kind of lead us into your first archery season back in the woods. Yeah, we didn't have any trail cameras out. Uh, we saw some good bucks running around. I didn't hunt super hard at the beginning of the season. Which I, think, I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think you do yourself a lot of favors waiting until. I think it really depends on how your property works. This is true. Some places are more active early than some are active in the middle. Some are active late. So I, think, I know I, I work with Corey's dad and my uncle Mark. And he was telling me it's like the last week of October. Yeah, right around it, Halloween, it gets real hot every mm-hmm. year. We got new bucks moving into the block, uh, bucks we haven't seen. But after that one week period, they kind of move out. And if you didn't shoot one within that one week period, you're wasting your time after that. Pretty much. <laughs> your buck was in that one week period. Right Greg. before it. Yeah, it was just starting to get hot. We had some new bucks moving into the block. And uh, my dad and my brother were both hunting it pretty hard. And uh, they kind of scouted it out and they knew what we had back there. Um, that's what kind of led me to uh, the stand I chose that night. Swoop in. <laughs> yeah, you heard what they were seeing and. So I guess, obviously, you talked to your brother and your dad and figured out, you know, you're going to get back out. Um, start from heading into the woods that that evening for them. Because, I mean, you worked that day, right? Yeah, I worked till 2 that day. Um, I got a little bit late. Um, my brother was actually not very happy about it because uh, <laughs> we were heading in the same way. And uh, he was calling me, calling me. He's like, hey, where are you at? Are we going in or what? And uh, I got in around like 440 and uh, we're walking the same way, heading down the field. And I go to branch off to go to my stand. He goes to his stand. And uh, when we branch off, he didn't say anything to me, like, oh, good luck or anything. It's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 salty. that's how we're doing that now, okay? <laughs> Wasn't very happy. I told him, I was like, the, the, the deer in no hurry to die. Yeah. He's like, we're, we're going to push him out on the way in. I'm like, no, we'll be fine. I feel like every big buck story ends, like it starts with like, just shit day, yep. got out late, nothing was going right, and then, bam, you get rewarded. Yeah. Right. But I, I know me and Nick and even Frank, we hunt together a lot, and we'll follow the same trail, and we branch off. We always fist bump. Fist bump, yeah. hey, good it's luck, usually shoot straight. Yeah, it's usually shoot straight. Yeah. yeah it, was, it wasn't happening that day. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> just, Not, just, Tyler just, said, just the cold shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you get to your stand. Yeah, so I get to the stand, and uh, he's probably only – 60 yards from me Who, he's tyler or tyler okay. yeah he's in the hemlocks um but we're hunting two we're hunting different deer so he's kind of mm. set up well, where, archer season yeah it doesn't take much to be in a totally different hunt right um he's got a lot more cover than i do he can probably only shoot a maximum of 20 yards um the, i was hunting the beach stands what we call it we've had it set up for a while my dad set it up years ago um it's always been a good stand always produced you good bucks. Quite a few bucks out of that stand. Yeah, that was uh, that was my second or third buck out of that stand. Um, definitely a good stand. It's one of those stands where you set it up and you really don't have to move it. Never it's, move just, it again. it's just set up right and uh, just go in every year. Make sure the the straps are on tight. Make sure everything's good and solid still. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we set up. I can see him. He's about sixty yards. He can see me. Um, the woods is dead silent that night. You could hear a deer from a mile away. There's no wind or no anything. wind. Um, just just a perfect night. So I hear I hear something coming in from behind me. I didn't know what it was yet, but I heard him coming in from pretty far out. And uh, I see him come into my left, 
and I, I see three up. I see he's a pretty good buck. A little bit. I thought he was bigger when I shot him. Hey, <laughs> ground shrinkage is just a part of the game. But yeah, he he comes in the left, uh, comes out in front of me. He's about twenty five yards broadside. Tyler can see him from his stand as well. That's so, cool that he can see it. The yeah, whole time. he 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 saw the whole hunt happen. So uh, he 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 sees me shoot. My dad's hunting as well. He's in the blind. He's probably hundred and fifty yards out. He mm. hears me shoot. Oh so, yeah. So, so, so they're just both kind of keyed in on what's going on um so i shoot him and uh he kind of kicks up runs about 10 yards and just stops looks around i'm like what's, what's going what on just have did he, you like see your arrow go in how did you I, feel I, I, did, I, I felt good with the shot um but just the way he was acting he ran yeah. 10 yards and he just walked off as if nothing even hit him huh he's just looking around walked off i'm, I'm watching him walk and uh I, I use a crossbow, so I, I can't just mm-hmm. put another arrow in and, yeah, and shoot him again. So, so now I'm watching him walk off thinking, what just happened? Mm-hmm. So uh, my dad texts me. He's like, hey, was that you? Like, yeah, that was me because he, he heard me shoot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler gets out of a stand. He watched the whole thing. Crossbows are actually really loud. Like, yeah, they they hit, like, They're louder than you think, yeah. Because yeah. when, when, you're, when you're shooting them like, at a target, you think, oh, it's not too bad. But in the woods, yeah. Yeah. When, when it's Dead quiet, silence, yeah, right. Yeah. I was surprised when I shot my doe, Tom heard me shoot and you were over, you're probably close to 200 yards away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just with a compound. Like you hear that arrow hit the deer. It, it's pretty loud. Yeah. When you're in the dead silent woods, it's, you can hear a lot. Right. So, uh, yeah, I hang my bow up. I get down, go to find my arrow full of blood and clean pass through. Um, but it just didn't make sense how he was acting. Yeah. So, uh, at this point, Tyler already come over. My dad's come over. We're looking at the arrow. We got pretty good blood um, for the first 10 yards. Didn't want to push him. Mm-hmm. So we go back to the house. And uh, when it's your own deer, when you go back to the house, the anticipation's just killing yeah. you. Yeah. Like, oh, it's you, awful. You're second, you're second guessing your shot. Exactly. Like, why was he acting like that? Um, but when it's someone else's deer, you're thinking, man, I want to get out there. I want to track this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... So yeah, you're like, oh, he's smoked, you're good. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just don't have the same confidence when it's your own deer. You're, yeah. you're second-guessing yourself. So we give it an hour, we go back out there. and felt uh, like all night. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it feels like forever. Your dad um, said you couldn't even eat dinner. So no, I didn't. <laughs> no, the, the anticipation was killing me, um, just because how the deer was acting once I shot it. Um, so, yeah, we get back out there. Um, I have a light. My brother has a light. My dad has this little headlamp. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, the two double a batteries it's like a old really old headlamp just a terrible headlamp it's probably like barely lights up a book if you were trying to read it yeah <laughs> thinks he's helping a lot yeah he, he thought he thought he was helping um but yeah we start tracking it we get pretty good blood for the first probably 50 60 yards and then it just kind of shuts off it's drop here drop there and i'm thinking where'd i hit him yeah at? what yeah, happened what yeah. happened um track him probably Another 40 yards, and he opens back up. Now he's bleeding out both sides. Um, so we kept tracking him. We ended up finding him. My brother found him. And uh, we found out the reason he stopped bleeding was uh, the arrow pushed the guts through the exit hill and uh, plugged it up. Mm-hmm. So once he kept running, it kind of unplugged itself and started spewing and out then, some more. So mm-hmm. It was guts that part of the guts? Well, yeah, it was like part of the liver. Oh okay. okay. Oh okay. I was just yeah. I didn't think you gut shot that deer. No, it's part of the liver that kind of pushed it through and plugged up the exit wound. 
Huh. Must have been a pretty big hole. <laughs> yeah, I use uh, Spitfire. It's just a three blade. It's like mm. an inch and three quarter yeah. cutting diameter. They're like a fixed blade. No, they're, uh, oh, they're mechanicals. Mechanical. Yep. Yeah, they're the like they're front deploying. They kind of fold up and then on impact they okay. open up three blades. Everybody can see that perfectly. <laughs> this beautiful <laughs> illustration. Yeah. So in total, how far did this buck run? He probably ran 150 yards. Um, Which really isn't that bad on a liver shot. I mean, liver deer can go. A, quite a yeah, distance. I got one lung on him. I oh, didn't... you got lung and liver. Okay. Yeah. Was he quarter and hard on you or what? Um, not, he kind of came in perfect. He was broadside 25 yards. Um, there was just some like, elevation change. I was up pretty high. Maybe hit a rib or something, bounced it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I know. It, it, yeah. It exited kind of low. Gotcha. I know the buck Tom shot, uh, the video makes it the way it went in and where it came out. You could tell, well, and we, you know, once we skinned it out, you could tell, but he hit a rib and it shot the arrow. If several you like inches. watch the video, and like only look at the arrow it looks like it almost looks like you miss the deer in the video because of like where you see the arrow behind it is like back by his ass like it's way back tom shoots those luminox and when it hit that first rib it kicked his arrow like this so the way just watching a video and it was like just before dark so you're just following that green air that green dot which really is over two foot away from the broadhead yeah. right so it kicked way out and it looked like he was like hit the front shoulder but it actually just kicked and went through him it was a perfect shot mm-hmm. but That's so i'm assuming you probably hit maybe a rib or something and ricocheted through right but you know those crossbows don't really stop for much anymore the, the modern crossbows they, they're got a lot of energy behind them uh, yeah every deer i've shot with that crossbow has been a clean passer i've never had one that got hung up on the mm-hmm. front shoulder got hung up hung up on a rib or something and you, are you still shooting that Horton? Yeah, it's a Horton Brotherhood. Is it the, is yours the recurve or is it the reverse limb? Uh, no, mine's the recurve. Yeah, my dad shoots the reverse limb. Okay. Now, I remember the recurve ones, are they're kind of, I guess, the first style that came out, but... I know literally nothing about crossbow. Oh, but the, the, the recurve's like, they're super reliable because there's really nothing yeah, there's that can no go cam, wrong with it. There's yeah, there's no, nothing just that, tension on the limb. Yeah. No, that's, I know several guys that shoot them just because they didn't want to, because like, I know a lot of guys that have issues with crossbows, um, just there's so much energy stored in them that, you know, I, I've know several people that broke limbs or blew cams out where like, your brother's he, broken. A, he broke he just car- broke one earlier this season. Yeah. But what's that? Like three now he's broke. Well, he's done a few by dry fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one, he was just, uh, just target practicing preseason and, uh, he said one of the arrows felt kind of weird, and I went to go pick <laughs> up. Shoot it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to go pick up his bow, and uh, I caught a piece of the uh, carbon on like my finger. Like something isn't right. So I showed him like Tyler, your your limb is split. You just keep shooting it. I'm like oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> but I guess what I was getting at is you bought that Horton. I don't know how long ago, and there's never been an. You, as far as I know, you've never had any issues, and those recurves are just so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought that. Probably, I was a freshman in high school, but yeah, there's been no issues with it. I think you probably maybe take care of equipment better than Tyler, maybe. <laughs> probably <laughs> just a tad bit. <laughs> but uh, are you uh, you still out hunting for a doe, or what's the rest of the season look like for you? Um, are you? I, I haven't I haven't been hunting as hard since I got my buck. I'm not gonna lie. I feel that pressure's off. At that Pretty point, much. Yeah. Um, are you getting back into trapping this season? If I can find the time, I'd like to. Um, 
trapping does consume a ton of time. Yeah, that's. I Tom and I enjoy it when we can, but it, it does take. Well, and you, obviously, you and your dad are no stranger yeah. to it either. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it's very time consuming because it's not like deer hunting. It's like oh, maybe I'll go hunting tonight. Like if you have traps out, you have, you to, have to go check. To. Yeah, you have to go out that morning. Yeah, your day starts a couple hours earlier than it typically would because mm-hmm. you got to check them in the morning. And well, at least we always check in the morning. Yeah. Because I mean, coons if they're so shifty, they can easily get out. It yeah. seems like. But I don't. I mean, it's it, your season was so like it wasn't like there was no. You, it was like I think your first time out. It's tough to. Yeah, I think it was like yeah, it was my uh, third time out. No, I'm third time sure. out. Yeah, your dad lied to us and he said it was your first time, but that's all right. <laughs> there might have been a few bush lights drank before. <laughs> yeah, we actually we celebrated your buck without you. I don't know if your dad told you. I, 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 <laughs> we, yeah, I we, was keyed in on it. Yeah, I had to work at uh, six the next morning, so I was uh, waiting up, but uh, I ended up going to bed and yeah, me you guys and showed up. The beer still got drank for yeah, you. Yeah, we me, drank Tom, that was good to hear. Bush light. <laughs> I, I ran into your mom at the beer distributor the next day. She was getting bush light. <laughs> but I remember we went up there because I think Tom shot his deer like the day before or something. And we I, was were just, just I thought it was right around the same time. Yeah, it was right before shot. I shot mine. Yeah, yeah, we were making sausage, and I get a picture message from my Uncle Mark, and it's Corey holding a buck. I'm like, I got 20 more deep. pounds of sausage to make, and I'm going to be there. <laughs> but it wasn't that late, but when you have to work at 6, you have to get yeah. to bed early. So we went up there and drank all your bush light. And <laughs> celebrated fridge fridge was empty. You were there in spirit. We we celebrated pretty good for the you. The buck was on the floor, so it still counts. Yeah. Wasn't even there for my own buck. <laughs> Um, what'd you end up doing with the buck? I know you did a Euro, but... Yeah, just... Tommy ended up uh, helping me with the European mount. I did. With nice. this patented uh, antler lock that he uses. Yeah, you showed me that uh, contraption last year. I have yet to use it. It works, doesn't it? Oh, it works wonders. It's pretty high tech. <laughs> Patent pending. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have a name for it yet. Maybe maybe we'll post a picture of it antler on Instagram. That, that's a good one. And we'll have our I listeners. I prefer wires and screws on plywood. That's what I think. Got some staples it. in there. Now you're giving away what it is. People are gonna. Come. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna post maybe. I don't I don't know. I don't know if I want anyone stealing my idea, <laughs> but we might post a picture of it and then comment a name. Yeah, Tom's gonna go back leave to it, leaving it. In the leave comments. it in the comments. Yeah, leave it in the comments. What you think I should call it? And because that's the only thing that's holding me up. Like I said, it is patent pending. <laughs> But they, they said I, I need a name for it, and I, just, I don't have anything yet. We'll figure it out. So nice. maybe with your help, we can get a name, get the patent, start selling them. Mass production. Yeah, big, Tom, yeah. you're a big-time salesman. You should be able to sell my hotcakes. Yeah. It, it, it is crude, but they work. Yeah, it definitely works. I've seen it in action. I've never personally used it. Good stuff. Well, Corey, I appreciate you jumping on and giving us your uh, – deer camp series story here um it's good to know people that know how to kill bucks every year because we this is the second year we've been doing the podcast and every deer season we've just every week we just talk about somebody that shot a buck that week or doe or whatever um and we're just fortunate to know enough people that get it done every year so we just you know, a lot of actually a lot of returning guests yeah we have mm-hmm. um so, I'm, I'm a one of those returning guests so am i i have yet to return yeah frank's slacking this year yeah. hard we should be ragging on him way more than we are because we made it, fun of you a lot last yeah. year. So, <laughs> and I just I don't know if you guys listened. You remember when Frank said we we were all talking about how I texted Frank and 
told him I shot a doe. And you, you mean you lied? Yeah, and then he said I have never lied about something that long. I just I was sitting in my deer stand the other day, and I was thinking back on some stories. In this one time, opening day of gun season, I was up at our big camp. Frank and my buddy Ben were hunting the climber property. And Frank texted me like 7 in the morning. Hey, Ben just shot his first buck. I don't remember this. Yes, you do. I don't. And I'm like, oh, buddy, that's awesome. Send me a picture. He's like, all right, yeah, I'm on it. So he's like, did you get the picture? I'm like, no. He's like, oh. I, okay, I remember it now. Yeah. Yep. He's like, oh, it's bad service. <laughs> I'm like, well, tell me the story. He's like, oh, it came out into the swamp. He shot it like 70 yards, and it, it ran 50 yards and went right down. I'm like, that's awesome. And he's like, I'll try and send the picture again. And he's like, did you get it? I'm like, no, I didn't get it. So I do my whole morning hunt. Frank's telling me how Ben shot this buck. I drive three hours. I, I had already planned on hunting. Yeah, it wasn't cabin like you did this because of me. Yeah, so I drive the three hours to the cabin, super pumped to see Ben's first deer. And I get there, I'm like, so where's the buck at? And Frank's like, yeah, you didn't shoot one. I forgot all yeah, about that. Yeah, so that was like a seven-hour ordeal. Yeah, that was, wow. a, that, was a, that was a long lie. I forgot about it. Yeah, I just, it just, I just remembered yep. last week. Well, <laughs> since you only get one buck tag in PA, if you feel like you want to shoot another buck and get up your New York tag, you can come up to camp with me and Frank. Opening day is, what, two weeks away? Well, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like want that. to. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Frank's going to be busy. He's got a different deer camp to go to. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, so, yeah, that's open invite if you feel like you want to go up to New York. Come, Come up pretty soon. Yeah, it's uh, Saturday before Thanksgiving. I was going to say, it's always right before Thanksgiving because we, um, always, we always have to plan, like, what time Thanksgiving. we leave. Yeah. So, anyway, Frank and I are heading up. My dad might be. He's No, Dad'll be at the cabin. It, that's right. You said he might be. I'm oh, telling said no. you. Oh, he is. Okay. He is. So if you want to, we got we got the headquarters, perfect sleeping arrangements. We got Shooter's Tavern just across the street. Uh, they serve beer and food as late as you want to drink it. <laughs> By food, <laughs> he means mixed nuts and beef sticks. And if I pick up pizza sometimes on the way Sometimes there's in. some cheese balls. Yeah. Grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, sometimes we pick up pizza and wings on the way in. Yeah. But so if you want to do that. Um, before I do close it out, I want to congratulate, you know, I know we got our one, uh, buddy, John Arquilla, uh, he shot a buck this year. Yeah. He, he, he said he didn't want us to post it up and I respect that. He's just not that kind of, he said, he called it the gripping grin. He's just not that kind of guy. Um, but I do, I feel like it's an accomplishment, especially with a bow and deserves recognition. So he's a loyal listener to us and deserves to be. Congratulations. Deserves a shout out. Yeah, so congratulations to that. Um probably should just get him on to talk about it, but we'll see. We'll I'll see. T- I don't know if he's into that or he not. He doesn't seem like the kind, but he's a good guy and uh we're happy for him. So, so. this is his he'll listen to this, I know he will. He'll hear this Monday. <laughs> and, uh so we'll see. I will get I'll we'll talk. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so thanks again, Corey. Uh hopefully be back on later this year with your New York buck. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me guys. Yeah, no problem. So with that out there, archer season's still going, so make sure you guys are all still getting outside.